Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name is Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Uh, so <laughs> this week, on May 14th, we have a birthday. Danny Wood from <coughs> New Kids Sorry, on the Block is uh, <laughs> turning 51. So happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday, happy Danny. Birthday. Happy birthday, Um, oh, are you no. okay? Sorry, I just remembered, but that's later on in the month, so we're good. Yes. Okay. Me? Anyways. Yes. Oh, don't worry, I'm good. Oh, don't worry, you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, it's okay. aging. It's, it's weird, right? And especially, like, especially now, because, like, people can't party and stuff. Oh, so I feel like we should all just cumulatively d- decide... Cumulatively, that's an not the word. word. Yeah, it's would, cumulatively. Cumulatively, I don't know. As a whole, as cumulative. A, cumulative means like yeah, I know what she to means. sum up. Yeah. I mean, all of us as a whole world, yes, should just decide that twenty twenty didn't count as like a year. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't. You so didn't age. Like nothing happened. We're do- when 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 we're like Happy New Year. We're just gonna be like that was like that never happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like before then, we'll just have like a whole day of mourning for everybody. Yeah. Then we'll have like a whole day of partying for all yeah. the parties that didn't happen. Yeah. And then Happy New Year. Fuck this shit. Twenty twenty. Let's try this again. Hundred yes. percent. I think that's twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Shit. Awesome. And yeah. Let's not do twenty twenty over again. I'm not suggesting that. And just like like. The numbers look nice. They yeah. look like it's going to be a great year. year. Yeah. But uh, I think once 2021 comes, it's just going to be like, restart. That never happened. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Anyways, moving along. Yes, please. Uh, last week, we talked all about um, the new kids and their virtual cruise. So if you would like to hear that and you have not listened, uh, you can go back and check that out after this. But something else happened that same weekend, which was now, I believe, two, two. weeks ago, um, which was the Jonas Brothers released uh, part two of their documentary called Harry? Happiness Continues. So the first one was Chasing Happiness, correct? Yes. And then the yep. album was Happiness Begins. Yeah. And then this one is happiness continues correct amundo do we need to say that we're recording from here again or people oh, people yes. are inferring that Sorry. i'm assuming we are still in, in the dorkalicious studios i feel like we're still in quarantine guys uh, as much as i love the dorkalicious studios and this is like amazing and thank god we have this you can hear a difference yeah 100 so. percent. oh yeah yeah, yeah. So you'll know when we're back in the bells yeah that's true that's true you're right, you're right. yeah um one day one day I think it's great that they fixed it so there's four microphones now. Just in time. Just in time for this to happen. So we're like, oh. Oh, Oh, well. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Thank God we have Dorkalicious. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to host you guys. Thank you, Lydia. We appreciate you. No problem. If it wasn't for this, you guys would just be like, well... Are they what? dead? <laughs> yeah. What happened? <laughs> did, did they get corona? No. We'd be on socials, but... Uh, if we were dead? No. I Come mean, beyond the grave. I was just saying if we didn't have Lydia and mm, this mic, yes. we probably ah. wouldn't be putting out new episodes. Speaking of socials, make sure you're following us on all of our social medias. 
at Boy Band Break, B-R-E-A-K. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube. Listen to our stuff there if you don't have any podcasting apps. And yeah, there you go. Cool. Everywhere. Anyways, back to the Jonas Brothers. Joe Bros. Happiness continues. Correctamundo. So this is this documentary is slightly different. If you've watched both, um, this one is slightly different from the first one. The first one was just like straight documentary, uh, going through and like uh, following them on their journey to like reuniting, which I liked. I liked that a lot. You know, they went back and talked about like things in the beginning and showed footage of them from like you know how they started the band um but then it was basically up to like now we brought the band back together and we're gonna get back together and we're gonna do stuff that noise by the way yeah. is lydia's phone that makes the farting sound none of us are farting. <laughs> right i'm just like just saying um i guess so i made a bunch of notes for this well yeah. it does say the title like it's a jonas brothers concert film Right, exactly. Yes. So this so, is more of a concert. Yes, yes. this is yes. Uh, not necessarily... It, there's definitely documentary... documentary. Elements? Wow, you are on the ball. Am I Nick Carter? Like, what is this? Um, documentary type like scenes where they talk about like since they released the album and since they decided to start the tour, what's kind of been going on. But it's interspersed with the concert. So basically, it's just, if you did not see the tour, the Happiness Begins tour, um, Yo. here you go. Most of it is there. I don't think they show every single... I think they missed out on that medley section. Oh, they didn't show... Know. There was And there was some songs. I cannot speak. Shongs? There was some shongs. Some shongs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was some shongs also. Are you but... drunk? What is this? Okay. <laughs> there were no shongs. There was Much some... to my disappointment. <laughs> there was some songs they didn't show in their entirety. Yes. So, so like, I feel like I've only ever watched one, maybe two concert DVDs. Obviously, the Hotel Hotel from New York. York. Oh my god, like the best! But literally, that is there was a little intro and a little extra, but it was in the entire show as it is. It was beautiful. They didn't have anything, so I don't know if this, if that is how concert DVDs are. This style is more new, uh, like since like Justin Bieber. Yes, so Justin Bieber did one. Taylor Swift did one. One Direction did one. I'm Gaga, sure probably. freaking BTS probably has one and like people like but that. But back in the day, like when the Backstreet Boys and stuff would do oh, it, that it would just be like a, a night out just, with the Backstreet Boys is just, just a concert. concert. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, this style is more modern where they like intersperse it with clips of them and they like Chatting, take footage from like a bunch of different shows. It's not just like one show that they film like. O-Town Live in New York is O-Town Live in New York. York. They filmed that one show, and that's what you see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, This is like they take footage from a bunch of different they shows. They take and it kind from of... four places, in case you're wondering. I have that in my notes. What? Four places? Well, Shalia? my friend. They... Let's, let's, before Chinzia starts, I just want to say I apologize. She has like six pages of notes. So they're if like you quick notes. would like a play-by-play of everything that happens in this movie without actually having to watch it, get ready because we got it for do you. Do you have who wrote the songs? I do not. Do you have who set up the pyrotechnics, the man with one eye? No, you don't have his full name? I didn't, and I missed out on their... Yeah, no, I, it, it was hard to write. But I'm sure Sophia also has something, so... 
So here we go. It was hard All right. to watch. <laughs> Lydia was not a fan, but let's. What so, do I have? What? You have notes, bud? You said I have the same notes as what? I said you have some notes too, right? Yeah, I have a, a few notes, yes. Okay. Not as much as you, but I have some. <laughs> So feel free to interject whenever, and anyone feel free to comment on any part we'll of the Anytime. Okay, so it kind okay. of started off with them talking, uh, and they're saying that the first documentary and stuff helped they healed and they mended their relationship and now their relationship is better and they're in family and every day is about choosing happiness so that's like their theory i don't know did you have anything there bud it's all about happiness i i was like more like oh now they can talk to each other if they have a problem they don't have to like keep it in so i thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. yeah how nice for them everyday happiness could begin you know, they're, they, but they've chosen to continue with the happiness. All right. Not fair. this, like, stuff they yeah. had before. All right. So. I'm uh, just salty. All right. Yes, I know. So they needed <laughs> so, the other film to help them. The other film helped them. be able to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. You know, because they yeah. did have a lot of time where they didn't talk for, like, six years. Yeah, or this mm-hmm. is true. So it was hard. Uh, so this documentary, uh, it follows a, four, a few different shows. The uh, first show, which is in Miami, and everybody's there, like the whole Jonas family. It starts and ends in the Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also go to Vancouver, New York City, and Mexico City are the main stadium concert things that they do. State, not stadium, arena, arena concerts. Yes, but also Chicago. That's. But they also but go to Chicago. They do, but that wasn't one of them. That's that's a little mini one which that's true yes yes Mm. so again so just like if you've listened to our tour um oh that's a good point we did attend so just if you're a jonas fan and you're turning tuning into this for the first time and you're wondering why i can't speak i don't know either um but we reviewed the happiness begins album we reviewed the chasing happiness documentary and we reviewed this concert that is shown in this Happiness Continues documentary, so mm. lots of Jonas Brothers content for you to catch up on. So just go on. find our old episodes. Uh, so for this particular concert, Diane, Sophie, and I saw it um, from behind the stage because we had very <laughs> cheap seats, so we only saw parts yeah. of it. So some of this was new for Diane to see them like on the stage. Seen, yeah, some of it because a lot of our view was obstructed. Yes, Sophia and I ended up going to the second round when they came back to Toronto because we got free tickets for that. Uh, so yes. we did see it, and that's where we saw a lot of this video stuff. So mm-hmm. um, yes. we were like, "Oh wow, okay, this is what like, they were oh, like dreaming like, about." Yes, there's a story that brings all the aspects together because when you're sitting behind the stage and they're not showing the video, you have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. like a main video of a bunch of like three little boys kind of like going through, which like, now makes sense having watched the documentary. Because did you understand at the time that it was supposed to be them like finding their inner child? Yes. You understood that at the concert? At the second concert when we could see it, but oh, okay. at the first concert when we saw nothing, I was like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Well, obviously, because you couldn't yeah. see anything, but I'm yes. just thinking if I saw that out of context without any, like, hey, this is us finding our inner child, I'd be like, why are there, there these little kids? Why are they, like, I don't know. I don't know In if I would have got somewhere. that. Yeah. Yes. So I'm also going to say what songs they did as we're kind of going through. So they obviously, they started off with Roller Coaster. My favorite song. It's a very good song. To note, and you would know this, 
the order of how they show the songs in the documentary is not the same as the, as the concert, right? Well, the beginning right. and the end were the same, so I yeah. feel like maybe... It definitely wasn't. There was a few songs. There were some that are mixed up, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Just from, based on outfits. Yeah, so... <laughs> and they mostly wear the same outfits in these ones, so they start off with Joe is wearing pink, Kevin is purple... Nick is mint green. And they're all suits. And they're all suits, which I do not like. Lydia, what did you feel about these suits? I hated them. I hated them. I just, it was just, oh my God. I just needed to see some, some biceps for God's sake. I made some Lydia comments throughout the documentary that I wrote down as well. Oh, thank you. So, yes. But then we also, I also, I also have to explain which one was Joe, Nick, and Kevin because Lydia always forgets. I like the Taylor Hanson one. I don't know why you you're calling him Taylor Hansen. Joe Jonas is Joe... Taylor Hansen, apparently. That's the one, right? Taylor does not have thick eyebrows. No, but he's like the pretty one. <laughs> they're also yeah, Joe the... Jonas. Joe Jonas. He's they're the, also he's both Taylor. the middle, I guess, of the three. Okay, I suppose. And then the ugly one is Isaac. He's not ugly. Isaac. Kevin. Ha- I said. Oh, did did you say Kevin? I was not inferring. Okay. I was I was saying Isaac Hansen. And you're saying that. That Nick is Zach Hansen? That is correct. Because he's young, and Zach is young, <laughs> and he was the popular one. Well, actually, Taylor was popular. I don't know. Don't ask me. Okay, let's continue. Okay, <laughs> moving along. You're hilarious, Lydia. Thank you, So, so. at this point, there was a quote, I'm prob- probably by Kevin, and it said, what I missed most was having my best friends with me. So that's what they missed the no, most. No, I remember that. That was Nick. Okay, so yeah, Nick. they missed him. working with... Yeah, Who's getting confused on the Jonas Brothers I now? I was writing things down okay, as I, I was... But by the way, it, it is a liquid pen, everyone. So that is the smoothest pen. So I'm just going to put that out there. All right, okay. please continue. But yes, he missed working with his brothers. Yes. And it, it was more than a band. It's It's family. Exactly. And then at one point, they're at Joe's apartment in New York City. And then this comment was made. And then Lydia got really pissed off. I got super pissed so off. So the comment was... Oh, this comment was made. Um, do you think anyone will show up? How did yes. you know, do you Sophia? Do you think anyone is going to come? How did Sophia know? And then I was and then... like, yeah, who... Have you met the Jonas Brothers fans? Thank you, Sophia. I was like, come on, man. So that's the part that confused me because I thought it was in New York, but Miami was the first show. So maybe it was... I don't know. But then they kind of, they go into one of the arenas and they're kind of setting things up and they're like, oh my God, this is happening. Um, Then it kind of flipped to, they're talking about like the venue design, their stage design, and they called it um, the Death Star. Yeah, the Death Star. Because it was curvy and had ramps. Uh, Yes, there was also like bends and curves and all that that he was saying. Yes, and it was built to cater everything that they love. So like Joe loves popping up and things like that. And then Lydia was like, this is not the Death Star. Please, have you seen the Death Star? That was, it. didn't you say it looked like? I said it kind of looked like Deadpool's mask. And Lydia thought I said Deadpool's ass. And then she was very She's like, yeah, they look like two butt cheeks. Like, yeah. There was like circles. And then Diane said it would look more like an eyeball is what she I, having only seen it live from above, from above where I was sitting in my obstructed view, the main stage looks like an eyeball. And then there's like a ramp going down the middle, which I guess is like, I don't know. Like only, only at the very end did he do the pop-up. Yes. Because the pop-up, like how this is supposed to work, it's supposed to look like a 
piece of popcorn you're supposed to be like ah i'm being launched into the stage but like usually it, it was just like a, oh, it was just like a limpy dick like eh, like an elegant old man jump out at the one part of yes, at the end I, yes, at the, I that, the jump should have happened every time and you know what yes. i did like that he said about that he was like this is some real boy band shit. that's exactly how they yes said. i did like that real too, boy yeah. band shit so they were like woo and then the pyro guy had one eye, is what I... That was for everyone who's commented that they're not a boy band. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there you go. So they do consider this stage setup to be real boy band shit. None of that other Yes. Uh, then Kevin talks for a bit, and he said, I was lost for so long. I didn't know my identity. So this is, they're all kind of sitting there, and he's like, sometimes I just feel like you just need to take a breath and chill. So this is before the concert. And you think, wow, this is very profound. Except Kevin says this about 17 more times throughout the rest of the documentary. So, so profound. So, uh, And then Nick also said um, how they didn't like understand why Kevin uh, was more into his family. Because they weren't really yes. with children or anything like that. Yes, that. Yes, they talk about that a bit later. Yeah. Um, oh, so then the next song is Cool. Uh, I particularly thought that the drummer kind of reminded me of Weird Al because he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Lydia, who did you say the drummer looked like? Zach Hansen. Lydia thought it was Zach Hansen. Um, I don't know. So, and Lydia said likes the suits specifically just for this song. So you said that if these suits weren't in the rest of the yes. thing, yes. they'd be fine. No, cool. It made sense because in the music video, they were retro styled. The suits were retro styled. It was like, okay, this is cute. For this song. Then remove clothing. I mean, yes. well, not all clothes, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, Mama Lou, we got you. Yes. She wanted uh, tearaway pants. Tearaway pants. later on as well. I know. So, uh, so then at that point, after cool, they're kind of showing backstage to Priyanka and Nick. Nick is getting fitted in an orange ensemble, which Diane hates. It's and so it was, ugly. like sleeveless, so, which Lydia liked. Uh, then you see, like, there's kids running around backstage. Uh, Sophie Turner is there doing her stuff. Then Joe says to get ready for shows, he does 20 push-ups, screams, and then gets slapped in the face. Amazing. Oh my god, I thought that was hilarious. That was so, so insane. Too, like, hardly did anything, and then Joe has like the most things that he does to get ready for the show. I was dying, and then his wife was slapped him in the face. I was laughing at that as well. Because I guess he's asked Joe and... Um, Sorry, he's asked Nick and Kevin to slap him in the face, but it's not strong enough of a slap. But luckily, Sophie was there to smack him really hard. And I was like, oh my what God, I was so hard. Weird, I was, man. I was dying. Actually, it kind of reminded me, I was watching this new, The New Bachelor. I was just going to say, so, it reminded me of that Listen to Your Heart show. So there's this, like, like, oh this New God. Bachelor show where it's like guys and girls, they have to couple up and then they have to sing together. It's like a singing. What? It's like a competition singing show and getting a couple what? but then at the end of the the one episode he the guy was trevor was going on about how like how everyone preps before they perform so everyone's like la 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 and his partner was doing, doing these push weird, like squats it was like like they're all doing this like weird stuff and like breathing weird and like singing high and low and then he's like this is how i prep and then he takes like a big a swig of, of beer and puts it down he's like okay ready to go <laughs> So yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. So that's what it kind of reminded me of seeing Joe do this like thing. And then Kevin, um, they were all holding hands and he led the group prayer before they went out on stage. So that's kind of how that worked. Uh, so yep. then the, the next song was SOS. 
mm-hmm. which is how I was feeling during watching this documentary. <laughs> oh my god. Um, An hour and 45 minutes. 44. Sorry, I have 44 minutes. Excuse moi. Uh, then, to be fair, there's the last like few minutes are credits, so it's like an, an hour and 35 minutes. To be yeah. fair, Sophia, Chinzia made us watch all the credits. Really? I wasn't sure something would happen at the end, and then I went to the bathroom, and then they come out and they said the dicks were out, but I think they were lying. Yeah, they were If you lying. watched all the way <laughs> to the end, you would have saw them. Don't worry. See, that's what I don't I like. I need, forward the credits. I need the credits end. to be entertaining. Anyways, uh, so then after SOS... Um, they were talking about how the songs are the soundtracks to their fans' lives. So they didn't really yes, think that I like was that. That was before, cute. But they're like, but then people come up to them and be like, oh, this was my wedding song. This was my grad song. This song helped me with this. Like, so he's like, so he's like, so your music is actually making a difference. And then Kevin made a comment saying, um, do you think people will care about, about them getting back together? Right. And then it kind of goes into a little bit of a montage about fans and they were talking about how fans are awesome. Uh, then there's a whole bunch of things where fans are kind of naming their favorite member. So they all three of them got name mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been awkward. And then they asked Frankie who his favorite Jonas was. And then he oh, said... Oh, because one of the fans said that they like Frankie. Yes. Out of the before, bonus yeah. Jonas. And then, then they cut to Frankie and they said, Frankie, who's your favorite Jonas brother? And he said, myself. Um, and then like the, uh, the guys obviously. were just taking selfies with fans and stuff outside the venue. So I think it was in Miami where it was happening. They didn't make it clear where that yeah. was. Yeah. Do you have anything about that section, Soph? Nope. Cool. So the next song is Only Human. Um, and then Lydia, Dance in my, the Living Room. Dance in the Living Room. Yeah, I know that. Okay. One. So my note here is Lydia hates the suits. If only for cool, cool, but then take them off. They are so ugly, which we kind of already discussed. Yeah, it's true. So that's um, so that at this point they kind of go to why didn't it work out the first time? So what happened? So I bunch of notes here. It says uh, they didn't really understand each other. They felt they weren't treated as equal because um, okay, they. They wanted to know what Kevin wanted to know. Why did they leave him out of things um, when they did a few shows and they didn't invite Kevin to be there and it was Ouch. just Nick and Joe. So Kevin felt very left out. Uh, Joe did. They didn't like that. Nick was in charge all the time and calling all the shots. It wasn't very collaborative. Joe was saying he was the last to know things that were happening. Um, and then they all kind of said like the band was put before the brothers. Mm. So instead of being brothers first and a band second, the band was more important than their brother's. Um, they got bored, they got annoyed, they got jaded. Um, so that was all kind of stuff that wasn't happening. Um, so then they also said that now that everybody is married, they're all kind of on the same plane because before they didn't really understand how Kevin wanted to spend time with Danielle or do other stuff, right? And then the other main point, which I can't remember if it was Kevin, I think it was Kevin who said it, was that when the band broke up, Nick was the one to hang up on the band, but Nick was also the one to pick it back up and get them back together. So they thought. Yes, that I was really like that. Good... I really like that quote. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. So. And now, and also, I wrote uh, they each have a role now, so they know uh, what they're doing in the band. Exactly, because they're now back to being brothers and understanding each other and all this other stuff, right? So. Yes. They're kind of in the same age. Yes. Guys. Do you guys have anything to add to this section? Nope. <laughs> Nothing. Cool. 
All right. So the next song was Fly With Me, um, which I really didn't have. I'm any... not going to lie. At this point, I was kind of getting bored. Of, Thank um, you, Sophia. Talking about the songs, to be honest. Cool. And I feel mm-hmm. like we didn't really know that song. That was a song I don't know. It must have been. We've, we've talked about this a lot, especially when we reviewed the show. Um, we weren't Jonas Brothers fans in their early days because there was a disconnect between like we would have been in our 20s and they were kind of in their teens and it just didn't feel like right yes yeah weird it felt odd and i just like couldn't relate to like their songs and like whatnot and then now that they're like in their late 20s early 30s and we're like mid 30s it it makes more sense yeah yeah Yeah. so then they started talking about love bug and nick was saying that love bug makes him feel melancholy um and that he played it for the first time in the auditorium in new york city and for some reason at this point he's playing it in the shower because the acoustics are better he said that when he originally wrote the song he wrote it in the shower because of the acoustics yes so um then they perform love bug and now at this point they've now changed into their black and white outfits so Which Joe's is why black. I think it's messed up because then they go back to the color outfits yes, later. That's right, so it's that's not true. the right order. Yes, because Love right. Bug is later. I think yeah. it's after the half mic. Um, at one point, Kevin is wearing bo- both black and white and looks like Beetlejuice. Um, yes. So, <laughs> and then there was, yeah, there was like one of them was in all black and the other two were in white. So that was Joe was in all black and the other two were in white. And then, and then at some point, there's a black and white outfit, which was it's, Kevin's it's like Beetlejuice outfit. Not very concise. You know what I mean? Mm. The costumes are not consistent. So I believe if you yeah. were a tr- if you were a real Jonas Brothers fan, you probably would have tried to hit shows to see the different um, ensembles. Yeah, outfits. But I mean, is that necessary? If no. it, let's be honest, let's let's put our cards on the table. Yes, here. please. If it was Backstreet Boys, we would have been like. Mm, go to the different ones to see the different things. But Backstreet Boys would never do that because Backstreet Boys are professional and they're like, okay, this is what we're wearing. Occasionally they do change like their t-shirt underneath their stuff, but yes, for the most part they have the one outfit that they wear. And it's a consistent look. They'll it's like going to McDonald's to leg, and, and getting not. different, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I want a red box. My favorite t-shirt is Howie with the heart, the smiley face heart t-shirt. Does anybody remember that one? Nope. No, no not even. I think really... Vegas he was wearing it. Anyways, Kinda? I just I just think branding wise, you need to wear the same things to every concert. I think that it's fair. Well, I'm sure they have to clean the suits. Of or course they do, and that's what you do when you're on the bus. Like someone else is cleaning it. That's you know what true. I'm saying? That's it's true. just like it's just bullshit. I just always assumed they had multiple of because because Nick splits his pants. Carter constantly. splits his pants constantly, so I feel like he must have backup pants. I want to put elastic in there at this point. I th- he's got a booty that's all American. You yeah, know I mean? that's true. That's true. Can't be contained. No, Cannot you're contained. right. Anyways, back to Joe Bros. <laughs> um, at this point, they're now in Vancouver, uh, and their manager, which I did not get his name, it's something with a G. It was like wrong or something. They mentioned it many times, or but if you Garbo ask me what it is, what now? I can't. I remember. think it's definitely Garbo. It was a <laughs> yeah. GR. There was no one there. <laughs> there was something anyways so he was saying like how some shows it's like crazy panicky but he was like talking about how eerily calm it was there um and then Uh, it kind of just shows to them trying on wardrobe pieces so i guess this is must be before the actual tour starts and the wardrobe guy goes to them he's like what you do to these girls and then nick goes and boys yeah and the wardrobe guy is 
is what Bette Midler does to me. So we're like, okay, so I, I just thought it was kind of funny the way that he said it. Yeah. Oh, I just Google it. Shout out to the gays. And I was like, basically you it. know, like kudos to Nick. He knows. He knows the gays love him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I just Googled it and it actually is Gorbo. Wow. Is that Gorbo? That was not the name of the guy. What a name, Garbo. Oh, Soph just got it. Say it again, bud. I said, what a name, Garbo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know what? (laughs) Screw you guys. Continuing (laughs) on. Um, And then, so then at this point, Kevin was also talking about how, you know, when the group broke up, he didn't know who he was. He'd like, you know, he'd been in it since he was 14. He didn't go to high school. He didn't go to college. He did this band thing. They broke up in when he was 26 and he had like nothing. Um, so his family is what gave him the identity of who he was, right? It kind of grounded him. Yeah. Uh, so then at this yeah. point, then there's the and song. If, if he wasn't able to have them around throughout this touring process that he wouldn't be doing that, it. Yeah, exactly. So he was very big on the family, um, which I think we talk about a little bit later. Uh, so then used to be yeah. is the next song. So at this point in my notes, it says, Lydia, yes, a forearm, for God's sakes, give me something. Yes, yes, So thank they you. took off their jacket, one of them, and Lydia was very excited about the biceps. Thank God. And the it arms. It took a long time, man. This was a very Back long documentary. Man. Here's the thing. The Jonas Brothers, they don't have bangers, man. The majority of their songs are slow. So, like, they have, like, maybe three, three or four bangers. You know, and like most of them was at the beginning and then at the end. So like the middle part, it was very like, oh. Uh, and then it yeah, was I was part. like I said, I was kind of bored by the time like those songs in the middle came up. And I was yeah, like, oh my understandable. Um, so Kevin's wearing a tank top. Joe's wearing a t-shirt. Nick is wearing an old man button-down shirt. Lydia enjoyed Joe's appearance, and Lydia also said, "Oh yes, a butt cheek." Fine. Damn it. What is it? Forty minutes in. Finally. <laughs> Thank you. It's true. I agree. And then she also thought that one of the lyrics was coffee time. Yeah, coffee time. But it was actually cold feet. Oh. Um, so at this point, the boys walk down the aisle to the other stage to now they're in the, the B section. Um, and then Joe says that hesitate, he wrote before his vows. It makes him think of Sophie walking down the aisle. He closes his eyes for half of the song because he envisions singing to her, which is kind of funny because Sophie is actually in the back area at that point. So I guess he could literally be singing to her. Mm. Um, and then I thought um, they said acetate. And then we had a discussion and an argument about acetate and what it was. And Diane didn't believe it existed. And I was talking about overhead projector. So I didn't think it was a real word. Yes. Um, and then Diane, at this point, also noticed, because it's so close in the backstage, that Joe has a lot of faint tattoos. That he doesn't yeah. look like he has a lot of tattoos. Tons. But, but they're, they're like, like little and like not the simple in. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the simple line ones. I mean, which are really nice. I feel like I had never seen his arms that close up Yeah, before. you know what? Same. Yeah, same. And I when he took Nick off his jacket. some too. That was a thing in the first documentary. I remember that. Joe and Nick have the same tattoo that they both got together for some reason, which I can't remember. They might all have it. Poor Kevin. I don't remember if Kevin has it or not. True, Jonas brother. Yeah. (laughs) But he might have it also, and I just don't remember. But I remember there was a storyline about how they went and got this same tattoo. Yeah. It's like the circle with a line, and there was. It's in the first one. Okay. 
Uh, so at this point, they're now back in Kevin's with his kids and his it's wife. Nice and circles. Oh my god. Anyways, I was gonna. I know. On. I thought that, but I didn't want to make another O Town reference. Oh boy. Um, so that's yeah. I know. I know. Okay. Lines and circles. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Kevin and his kids and his wife and the dog, and then Kevin's talking about how the show is um, important to daddy oh he was telling the kids it was important to daddy what to daddy <laughs> like it seems creepy when you say it that way i know i was trying to figure out my notes important here Important to daddy. <laughs> wow so he said that it was their first so i guess they're talking about the madison square garden show and that show was the first sold out show 10 years ago so how it's like a big thing for them to be coming back and it sold out again uh then it cuts to nick playing the piano and then he's like recording some stuff and then talking about how he's going to perform that night so i guess he's warming up by recording other stuff and it's like two days in a row that was very confusing i don't yeah i did not understand what was happening there he's just like a workhorse i think yeah. that's what i was trying i to think end. maybe yeah. that was the point point. and then it goes to joe who is riding around on his bicycle yeah and then talking about how he's a stage junkie and then how i guess the day before, Nick's like, okay, let's kind of map out where we're going to be on stage. And Joe's like, ah, we just walk around. As long as we don't catch on fire, that's all that matters. I like him. Of the pirate. <laughs> I like that's him. That's funny. So Joe is a lot more chill than Nick is what we're... So on this podcast, yes. I would be Nick and I would have three Joes. <laughs> <laughs> I take no offense to that. Because Sorry. I try to plan things and they're just like, nah, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. So true. Uh, so at this point, they're still on the B stage. And um, for this documentary, they did parts of Runaway, Hello Beautiful, Can't Have You, and Gotta Find You, which are all songs that none of us know. Um, and at the concert, Lydia, this is the part where they actually take requests from the crowd. Oh, when they're in that circular section. Yeah, so, they, okay. they, so that section changes every night. Um, what and do you mean, like this? That the part shape? of the that concert. little part of the concert, so they don't know what they're singing. Oh, of course, yeah. So I thought you meant like the... it changes like square, no, no, rectangles, no, it's triangles. No, a circle that twirls around, but no. And it goes up and down. It goes up and down at one point, and that's oh, where like the they, wives... they, they go to like the three hundreds. Hey, what do you guys no, want? No, I don't go there. Mm, no, it's mostly just like hey. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and he, I should go back and listen to our own episode because I'm sure we mentioned it then. I think that section back there, where that little, it's surrounded by like this bar. Yes, and I think that that's where the VIPs go. It is. So yes. if you bought a VIP, mm. that's where your seat is. Nice. So and you get like free booze I or so. X amount of booze. booze. Yeah. And for the second concert, that's where Soph and I were in that area, not in the booze section. We were up, um, and that's where the wives and the kids were sitting. Yeah. Oh, they always sit. So in the that's VIP? like the VIP area. Mm. Um, so I think those are the mostly they take requests from those people, but maybe if you're sitting like directly so behind, then people started realizing that, so they started bringing signs to concerts with song requests on them. Oh, neat. so yes, yeah, so that was like a thing. Uh, so now we switch over. Now they're in Chicago. And then they also showed their text phone number, which Lydia was very excited about. That is a good idea. So a but lot of bands are doing that now. And random celebrities even. Backstreet Boys doing yeah. some other stuff. So yeah. Um, like, they, please do. Yes. So they just will randomly text you like, oh, look at this picture or whatever. It's Wait, not a big deal. texting them, bro. It, it's like a... Oh, is it like a computer? <laughs> Son of a beast. You know how many celebrities are like, please call me. And it's just like a friggin' automated line. Yeah. I called Mickey Mouse message. once and it was ridiculous. <laughs> he didn't even let me say a word edgewise, man. That's what, what was this Was it kind of goofy? 
Ah, no, it was like you know the nighttime one where it's just like, hey kids, go to sleep. Yeah, it's that one. Kill you. What? It was oh my the god. Morning no. one or was it? No, I, 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 I kind of nighttime one. Hey, pal, it's Mickey Mouse, and I was like, real soon, K E Y Y, because I like you. Who said that? Mickey Mouse. Oh, he did. M O U S E. He didn't sing in mine. This is the this is the Corona Mickey Mouse who's just like, hi, Adele. Let's go to bed. Bye. Okay. And so, I was like, that I didn't even like get to say anything. Like you didn't even ask me how I was. Like, I don't know. What the heck, Mickey? What the heck? I'm just saying. How uh-huh. dare this free service not I know. Cater to my needs. Anywho, All so right, now continue. they're in Chicago. I think they do an actual show in Chicago, but then they go to the Cobra Lounge. Yes. Which is a very small club that they used to play in years ago. Uh, they said the last time they played there was February 9th, two thousand and six. Um, and then Joe was very adamant that it was small and sweaty. He kept saying sweaty a lot. Uh, so he it's a sweaty, sweaty show obviously. at a club. And they actually brought the original band for this. Um, and they said that it was cool to add it in there because it was going from like arenas where there's 17,000 people to a club where there's only 200 people. And then Lydia and I were reminiscing about our Cyril Joe days yes. because that's the type of clubs they would play in. Yeah. So while they're there... They're performing the song BB Good, which I'm assuming is also an old song. Um, and then you actually talk, they actually talk to some of the original band members. So at this point, the one guy was talking about how they were on this Jonas Brothers tour. He flew to Philly. He literally got his bag from the baggage claim. And then he got a phone call that the band was breaking up. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm in Philly, like, whatever. Um, and then the, another guy in the band was also talking about after the boys broke up, how he was working at his other job and he heard a song on the radio and he remembered that that's the song he performed with the band at the Grammys. So it was kind of like, he was like sweeping a floor at the time. He was sweeping a floor and he's just like, I played at the Grammys with this song and here I am at this other thing. So I feel like, so that's another interesting point that you don't even think about. Like, sure. Like the band themselves broke up, like the brothers, but their crew, everybody who was with them, also like are sent home, dispersed, broke up, yeah, whatever, right? So yeah, lost their job, whatever. Lost their jobs. Yeah, so like, like when the band breaks up, it's, it's not just the band; it's like it affects so many more people. You hear that in sync? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, are they not with these bandmates anymore? Um, when I was looking on the stage, it didn't look like these two guys were in the band footage, so I don't think they're on. But I think they decided to just to do this one show with them. Well, so I was going to ask you. I thought they said that after the tour started going, they decided to do these littler shows after. So I don't think they did it in every city and every right. stop. But they just... did it one off here and there. They would do these things, which is cool as shit. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like. Because it's nice to It's go... kind of like an after party, but it's just like a mini concert after party and not. No offense to any of the other boy bands, but the after parties that they put on are kind of not like lame. Yeah, they're not lame. There's good aspects to them, and maybe if I was still in my twenties, that would be cool. But like, if if it was like, hey, we're gonna do a mini concert after this, it's gonna be much more intimate, and that's the after party. Yeah, it's like way. Yeah, that sounds way cooler. 100% 100% because no offense but I would rather do a lunch as opposed to an after party because the particular more bands that we follow have shitty after parties mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. and they don't show up till many hours later, and you've already been and standing all day. Yeah. And we're though, tired. You know what, though? I'm, let's let's be honest. They're showing it like everything was amazing, but I'm sure that those people who are waiting for they're back there drinking it said it beers was at yeah. and all this shit. Yeah, well, people are standing there like, where are they? Yeah, but, true. That's true. Sorry, I was yeah, that's on the true. Desk. No, Looks can be deceiving on a on a documentary. documentary. Yeah, so you're I'm right. sure that they were also waiting a very long time. No, that's 100 percent true. Um, that's a good point. And then in my comment, for some reason, I have Kevin Chant. Oh, everybody was chanting oh. for Kevin in the club. And I was like, oh, yay. Because he was drinking That's a nice. Coors Light. They, I think they wanted him to chug the beer. Yeah. Yes. But he didn't get it. No. Um, yeah. So then. So my they... note was on here was um, that was pretty cool. And then this is like a stripped down version of Jonas Brothers. But this yes. is them. This is like the intimate this is yeah. version of them. Yeah. They also performed Just Friends. And then they were talking about how important it is to get back to where you come from which is why they were doing these smaller ones. And then he, they were talking about how they uh, were going to leave, but then they decided they would just hang out afterwards and reminisce with their old band and all the good times. And then you see, again, all the fans outside. So I guess they're waiting for them to leave. But Not to be like the Debbie Downer here. You know, um, but like, do you feel like there's a little bit of like entitlement here? Like, we're, I don't know, like, I think they, their intentions are good, right? Because they're like, oh, you know, we sold out a, a an arena and we want, we want to just have a private event to get back to where we were, right? And you're just like, you know how many musicians would love to be in your position? You know, like, selling out arenas and stuff. And it's like, and then, like, you're also taking, like, their, their spots from them, too. You know what I mean? Just like, eh, I don't know. It's one night, though. It's not I like guess. they're taking it up for a long time. And I'm sure that the venue's like, yes! You know, yeah, money. Like, no, 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 no. I know because that's gonna sell out for sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I mean? I guess that's true. I don't know. It I just... kind of kind of compare it to like when we go to the Backstreet Boys concert and it's a whole big, huge concert, and mm. then we go to a Nick concert and it's like a thousand people or less. Yeah, like the smaller venues. Which yeah, I prefer those ones better because you're closer. And oh, same. Like that. Hundred percent. But I yeah. don't think they'd be able to have all five of the boys do like a little. Well, when they did their um twentieth anniversary or whatever in L.A. They did a small thing, didn't they? The that, that wasn't a concert, wasn't it? No. So if the you thing remember, Jenna went to when we watched. Yeah, that TV. wasn't a concert. It, they just it was like a Q and A thing, and but it was like a private event, and there was yeah. only X amount of people, and it was all five of them. So yeah, but oh, it was like impossible. When Kevin it? came back when we went to New York, yeah, that was kind of like the thing where there was all the five boys were there. They did maybe like. Five, ten songs. It was a rehearsal, though, that we were watching. Yes. Yeah, it was a rehearsal. The only reason that that worked out the way that it did, and we were able to actually get tickets for it, because we bought VIPs to GMA, which we thought was only getting us, like, early access to, like, whatever. But then they added that after. They added the rehearsal. You didn't pay for GMA. GMA was free. You didn't pay for GMA, but you got a VIP where you were supposed to, like, get in early. No, we didn't. That was because we bought I could have sworn event. we bought the VIP for this event. And that event got us in. Yeah. That's how we got early. And because we, we had our um, wristbands for the next day. Mm-hmm. I I must be remembering it wrong, because I was like, I don't want to buy that. Because no, we I thought it sounded free, dumb. But then, we, then they announced a couple days before that they were doing the secret event, so we bought that. And that's why we left earlier because we bought this VIP. But my the long and short point was it was announced a very last minute. Yes. 
It wasn't like yeah, which all I'm sure along this, jo- this was. Remember when Joe Bros just came out? They did a couple of smaller shows. Like they went to a couple of like colleges and stuff. But that wasn't, you and couldn't buy like, tickets. It was just like, events, like, hey, we're doing this. Yeah. If you're going to be there, you're there. It wasn't mm-hmm. like. It wasn't like you could plan ahead of time. And a lot of these even backstreet shows, things like that, what ends up happening with small things like that. And I don't know how these Jonas Brothers events worked. If so, if you would like to let us know, please do. Um, I know there's one Jonas Brother fan who follows us, so maybe she'll let us know. Okay. Um, please. But typically, just like with what I'm used to, how these type of events work is that you can't buy tickets. It's just like kind of a lottery system and you like put your name in and then you just get the tickets. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you go on and you try because they're so limited. How do they make money from the venue? No, no, you pay. Oh, but it's not like it's not like. Here's Ticketmaster. The tickets go on sale at ten. Yeah, everybody's like a free for all. Mm -hmm. It's just like everyone requests tickets, sort of thing, like a fan club type thing. Yes, Mm. like that thing in LA. That's how it was. You put in like a request for tickets, and then it was just like you get it, you don't. The thing in Nashville that they did. That's how it was. You put in a request for tickets, and then either they gave it to you or they didn't. Right? But it, it's more based on, like, who they think is going to be there and, like, those kind of things. Oh, that thing in Nashville. Sorry, I thought it yeah. was something that we went to. Which we no, didn't. no, we did not. We did not but we it was put in the middle in, of the week. We put in, like, a thing to enter to get the tickets. Because we're like, meh, if we have to take two days off work and go to Nashville. But, but then did. they didn't give it to us because whatever. Because we're far away. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so back to the documentary. At this point, Nick, they were talking about a lot about the fan energy. And Nick was saying is that, like, the energy, you can do anything with the support and energy from your fans. I think Joe was talking about it, like, coming in through your body or Nick, your legs. Your legs. And it's just like, they're just talking about how, like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just screaming or whatever. Like, but it's not. Like, you actually do feed feel off. it physically. You feel it physically. You feed off their energy and they're all their support. And that helps you be a better performer. Mm, mm, mm. Um, is that the fr- yeah. I've heard that from before from, from other, other artists yeah. which is so it's probably true uh and then nick there's a, the video of nick looking at like kid nick at this point um and then so if you have anything about that about fan energy or anything are you good no i'm good yeah okay so then next uh they perform jealous so lydia's like ah oh, finally i know a song yes and then <laughs> lydia said think okay so Nick is starts off at the B stage. Joe pops up over there. So then Nick walks back to the front stage, and Lydia's like, "Think of how many germs these people have," and oh starts freaking God. out. It's true. I mean, like, well, okay, I I was normally a germaphobe before all this stuff started. So like, I was like the person who already had masks and gloves in my house. So That's like, fair. I'm already like, people gross me up. But like. Now, like, thinking, like, today's standards, like, back then, I'm like, oh, my God, how many people are carriers? Ah! Like, I don't know how much. Yes. It's going to be a to long time. when he's, I, we mentioned this before, again, when we reviewed the tour. When you, when they walk from the B stage to the main stage or from the main stage to the B stage, they walk through the crowd. So, they're like, he's, like, touching everyone's hands. So, like, this you know, some Lydia's. bands, they're up on a stage. They're not on a stage. They're actually, he walks down to the floor. Yeah. And then, like, there's obviously yeah. barricades. It's not a runway. It's, yeah. It's, like, literally, here is the cement floor. You're walking across it and kind of, like, high-fiving people as you go down. 
So yes, the gems. Anyways, but that's just me being in a jerk. Anyways, continue. Well, it's true, and who knows in the future how mosh pits and pits are going to work at all. So. I don't know, man. No idea, and kind of missed that. But I yeah, know, me is, too. It is what it is. So yeah. it's definitely going to be a, a while before that kind of stuff is happening again. Yeah, because yeah. they might open yeah. up like sporting events or whatever, and have like spaces in between with rows and stuff. But for an actual pit, mm-hmm. who knows? Which again, I'm not a huge fan of pits because they do kind of. I'm short, and I get squished in it. But I am a fan because I need to be as close as humanly possible. I'm sorry. Did everyone? And just you need hear, to get interaction. Did everyone just hear Chinzia say, "I'm not a fan of pits"? Okay, I'm not a fan. I of think the fact... she means more in the sense of like fans are like squished together in the pits, that more part. than not a and fan. And standing of the pits. for long periods of time. Standing yeah. and not having to restrict your your um... bowel movements. Not oh, what? Do you shit at No, I mean, like, leverage intake <laughs> Thank you. so that you Sorry. can go pee. Like, you want to just, like, because you're not going to get your spot back because you've got to yeah. fight to there, right? So, in that I regard, I don't that. like it. But I do enjoy the interaction in pits and like to be as hu- close as humanly possible. If you have been at Chin- with Chinzi at a concert where she's not in a pit or, like, she's in miserable. the front, she is miserable or yes. sleeping. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> Sophia, you can't see this, but my mom was cleaning out our um, something, and she found this old photo album, and I opened it up, and it's pictures of my first sync concert, and I'm in the 200 levels, and this is a Zoom camera, and the guys are approximately... The size three, of an ant? Three millimeters tall. I and didn't even like, know what it was pictures they're of. They're the worst like, pictures ever. Like, I, I oh confirmed by the date like in the corner. Sorry? Say it again, bud. So they're like dots, like you can't even see them? Yeah. Pretty much. They're you like, can see little color blobs. I was going to say, things. they're like colorful little blobs. But you definitely can't tell who is who. If I showed you this picture and said, who is this? You would never, like, I mean, you might infer because it's Chinzia. I'm like, I'm pretty like, sure this is in sync. And then I was, then I looked at the date and then I cross-referenced it and it was the huh. date that but if had. i said someone took this picture who are the people in this picture you would never know in a million years it's that it was insane the worst photo ever and it's an entire album of the same oh, like blurry dots it's so i have obviously <laughs> so been... it's really true when we say when we took photos they look like dots yes yeah so i cannot go back to that <laughs> I don't care that I'm considered a concert snob. You I are. need to be as close as humanly possible. But I need to have interaction. Even you can admit that when you were looking at that with your eyes, it did not look that bad. No, yeah, it was bigger. Yeah, it's true. And I do remember being very excited in my gay friend and his gay friend boyfriend at the time. And I remember I was wearing like platform shoes and I was jumping and using the other guy as leverage because he was tall to try to get myself up higher to see. But I also recall it being slightly bigger in person. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed being there, but I also, I think at that point, I'm like, oh, look, there's an empty seat over there. Like, you know, so I have a sickness and I need to be close. So I have the sickness and the only cure is more celebrity. More boy band. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jealous. Okay. So at this point, they asked Joe what his favorite song is. And he said it's selfishly, it's hesitate because again, that's his song for Sophie. But he said his favorite Jonas Brother part, oh, not even Jonas Brother, his favorite party song is Cake by the Ocean. That's a good song. So then he did his, and that's when all the 
the so that song happened. Flailing arm men. The colorful inflatable dancing guys were there, and it was fantastic yes. and fun. And even that at the concert, we were we were jumping out of our seats and dancing and shit. And then I really yes. enjoyed the this part. The streamers yes. came out. Like, yes, that should have been the whole time. Yes. yes. Like, this was the yes. non-stop confetti, because then you're going to get steak fade. Oh, I know, but just, like, I'm, like, I More really, I like Pitbull, because, like, every song is a banger. You're like, ah, oh, like, blood's pumping, is like, Hur! like, I don't know, like, I just love it. <laughs> How do you feel about his quarantine song? Uh, I believe. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, I believe I that was something, something. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it just, uh, I believe that we will win, is that the song? Yeah, yeah. I believe. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I was like, oh, okay, like that's not every song is a bang. Okay, let me say, I'd say maybe, let me say 90% are bangers. Are bangers. There's, there's a good 10% that so, are, oof. I feel like part of the problem with the Jonas Brothers is we're not familiar enough with their music. Oh, well, I, I watched it's it. It's not their problem. No, it's no, our problem. Us. Yes, yes. <laughs> but even again at the show, I was just like, they do have a lot more slower songs. They don't have as many upbeat. Which is always by the ocean. Which is always a bit of a mm, for me. You can have like you can pepper in some ballads. Ballads are always nice. You need I to do, sit I down, say... take a swig from your wine, and enjoy the concert. <laughs> but like, I don't know, man. Like, I wouldn't even say that Jonas Brothers have a lot of ballads. You know what? They ha- the majority of their songs are mid tempo. They're not. Super. They it's have, because they play the instrument, yes. right? It's not like they're a dancing boy band. They're a little I, bit more yeah, of a band. Yeah, so yeah. So that's why it's not like bangers, flames, yeah. dancing, you know. All right. Relatable guys. Fair, fair. Like, but I really enjoyed this part of the concert. Like, that was like, if the whole concert was like this, it would have been, like, beautiful. But that's just my opinion. So now that you speak of that, I just thought, I just kind of tie that back into our previous comment about when the Jonas Brothers broke up mm. and stuff. What about DNCE, man? What the heck happened to that band? I don't even know. Are they still performing without Joe? They sweeping floors? Who knows? Are they like reminiscing about the time they used to have Joe Jonas in their band? Like, I don't really know. Like, we should probably look this up. Like, who is DNCE? Like, I just... DNCE. Like, DNCE? It's like the word dance without an A. Oh, it's like missing Jonas. Jonas. Anyways, so... At this point, with all the streamers coming and the colorful inflatable dancing guys, Lydia's quote was, do you know what would be nice? Tear away pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Lydia's like, man, they're dancing. They should just rip off the pants. Just rip off their pants. Like, oh, my God. It would be a perfect time. I would love it. I'm sure everyone in the audience would love it. Just like a little, they can even have like the short shorts colored to whatever the fuck they were wearing. <laughs> Beautiful. They don't even have to be naked underneath. They can have armor on. Just like, just like, like (laughs) nice pair of spandex short shorts. Talking like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like I don't want to see them butt cheeks for God's sakes. You know, my life, man. I need to see more butt cheeks in my life. Okay. Perhaps I need to take Lydia to a strip club. No, no. I just, I just want to see like clean boy band butts. Clean boy band butts. You know, it's just is that so much to ask? Hairless. Okay, maybe not here. What? Oh God! Oh, I didn't even think about. It. No, they're wearing pants. They're wearing they're wearing okay, short shorts. Okay, it's not like so not a bare ass. No, I don't want to. You well, would like a colorful ass. I would just like like a like a nice tight juicy juicy just like you know bite into that like like a like a nice sandwich like a like a two beautiful buns. You just want to like rub your face on them and they're soft because they just came Is out of the oven. Nutella sandwich. <laughs> not Nutella sandwich. <laughs> 
Sophia, help me. I don't know what to say, man. Why are you talking so much? She was appreciating Joe's butt a lot during this time. It was like, he was wearing like, like the, okay, the pink pants, they were nice and tight and you saw the shape and it was like, mmm, it's like two apples. You just want to like take a bite. You're like, not like a Nutella sandwich, not a Nutella sandwich. I'm sorry for ruining your fit. That is I disgusting. Like, I can't help you here. I, don't I literally have Nutella in my cupboard and I was thinking about eating later and now I don't even know. Ridiculous. Oh, wow. Well, the commodity, the, sh- the plant is shut down. I know, Anyways, I know. Oh sorry. So she was appreciating Joe's butt and then she wanted tearaway pants. Tearaway pants. Please move on with something. the documentary. Just give me oh, something. Jesus Christ. Do you have anything for this part? So it's good. <laughs> no, I think this part says it all. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so at this point, then they go to Kevin. And it's Kevin is talking about how he left high school to join the band, he didn't go to college. He was in the band for 12 years. Wait, like, time out for a second. Why do all celebrities think that college is this amazing fucking place where, like, magic happens? College is shit, okay? I would rather be on tour than in college. Agreed. Remember when oh. Robin... Yes. Robin Show quit. Show love. You're like... She quit she to quit. go to university, and then what happened? I think she ended up making music eventually later. Yeah, I mean, she. I saw her on an episode of RuPaul. But just like, dude, like, why the fuck did you get off that train? Just chug a chug a chew through your fucking life. You can take you can take summer. You only courses. have so much time, and then you can go to college afterwards. I think people just the, it's a grass is always greener scenario, oh. right? You see, like even some of the Backstreet Boys, In Sync, whatever. They didn't get to go to high school because they were so young and they joined these bands. High school so they, also sucks. They missed out on the high school experiences. I think they've been watching too many movies. That's what it is, right? They miss on the high school experience of going to prom and this and that. And they the can go to prom instead. You're hanging out with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. But, but, like. but you don't, it, it's a, that's what I mean. It always seems better on the other side. Do you know what I mean? And then when he's saying this about college, again, they're, they just friggin' went around to all these colleges doing these, like, pop-up shows. And he sees all these kids drinking and partying and having the time of their lives. And he's like, man, I never got to experience that. Which, there are good aspects to high school. Some people really enjoyed high school. I did not. But some people did. I did. Um, some eh. people really enjoyed college and university. Yeah. I did. I, lots of eh. other people did. If you asked me if I could go back to university in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. But, like, that's compared to my life now. You know what I mean? Like, if I was a celebrity, I would I would take celebrity life, obviously, over that. Yeah. Yeah. They just can't see it because they don't have the perspective. Like, they can't see the forest through the trees, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, it seems nice when you're looking at it from a distance. You're like, look at all these, the camaraderie of the frat houses and the sororities and they're drinking. And, and they're the like, spankings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fun things that happen when you're yeah, you right, know but yeah. like we never actually went away to school maybe that's part of it because mom had to keep us under her thumb that's why okay sure anyways i just well because i was like i want to go and the mom's like no you gotta stay in your city and i was like oh yeah and then that's where i ended up meeting my husband so there you go there we go it's all mom's fault <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Um, okay, so then at that point, Kevin said that, you know, 12 years in a band was over in a single conversation. And then he didn't know who he was, as he said many times. Oh my god. This, this line. This line. Did it not drive anyone else crazy? Not as much as you, buddy. Oh my god. I was like, I don't know him. 
Jonas Brothers got a lot of money. What else do you gotta be? But I he guess. I, so I anyway, so I then he started working. Um, he did. I think he said he did some app developing at yes. one point. Then he also said he did some real estate. Yes. Um, and then he was just kind of home with his family because then his wife started having the kids. Um, they were babies, so he was making every day special by hanging out with his family. And his family again, as we'll put them together. Uh, he was saying how the time part was hard, and it was not easy for him to watch his brothers continue to have success. So he felt he was left behind, and his brothers, although he was proud of them and happy that they were out there, it wasn't it wasn't good for him because they were at a different stage in their life, and they were out continuing their careers, and he wasn't. And humping all over town, um, and then like that, like in the last, I think, well, two couple three, weeks ago, couple yes. weeks ago, this is the, the point that I made. You know, sometimes like they just got to hump it. They out. just got to hump it out, and then like come back together. And oh my god, I thought you, you know what I the mean. Brothers had to hump. Not it them. Out. Like, no, no. I'm, <laughs> around. They have to hump around. Thank town. you. They have to hump around town, okay. and then and then find their their special someone. And then, you know, then they moved to stage two of their lives. Okay. okay. Which they obviously did. Yes. And at this point, that part showed the video of Kevin and his girls meeting Kevin's young self. So it was very symbolic that his family was there with him and the older self meeting the young self. Uh, so then next, they played Come Back, which I think is a very good song. Uh, Kevin was yes, on the I piano. Like uh, they were wearing white suits. They were in a forest background on the that stage. Was nice. They look nice. Joe was wearing a black sparkly jacket it was all right yes so that was good um then the next song was when you look me in the eyes and nick was on the piano i don't know that song i i oddly remember that one okay but you guys never do Mm, so i don't know why i know that song so Mm. you know i remembered it too i was singing along for some reason okay i know apparently it just disappears from my head every time i see it Maybe because it's slow and boring. Oh, well, that mm-hmm. is that is mm-hmm. one of their big time boy band ballad type songs. So, mm-hmm. is this a new song from the new? No, album? no, no, no. That's an old one. Oh, okay. Um, then Lydia went to get a sweater. I was cold. <laughs> My then, arms are cold. And then she said, <laughs> "This is painful that to watch." This is it, the, yeah. This is the detail of back. the notes that Chinzia has. Yep. This is painful that's to hilarious. watch. Will this be over soon? Was Lydia's. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. A, I need music that is hype. I need music that gets my blood pumping. And this is just like, oh my god, oh my god. Sure, it was two. It, just, it was two piano songs. So were you like? You couldn't wait. Yeah, I, I, I can understand why you couldn't wait for it to be over. Thank you, yes. Sophia. I just. I'm, really? I'm. I'm a different personality type. That's. I'm like. Yeah. yeah. I'm weird. Can right. we pick up the pace? Yes, please. Yeah, we're there, we're there. So then there was fireworks. They were shooting behind the scenes of the concert videos. Uh, I like the fireworks, obviously, because yes. it was, you know. There amazing. was like a trampoline with balloons and they were jumping. Yeah, it was nice as well. Uh, I enjoyed that. So then it said they wanted to find their inner child and they wanted to reconnect. And then this was I really like that. That was nice to hear. A lot of eye rollings from me. But Lydia okay. was eye rolling a lot at this point. Yes. Um, <laughs> I believe... Was the next that song? That is the song, yep. That I, believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. <laughs> yes, that was a good song. Uh, then they were on a plane, and it kind of sounded almost like a mariachi version of Sucker. Yeah. Then they ended up in Mexico yes, City. that was nice. And then there was a mariachi band. Literally a mariachi band. Playing. Uh, there was people with a giant Jonas Brother head sign. That was funny. Um, then they were talking about in the concert how they had broken up six years ago the day yesterday, so... 
had been, uh, then they were drinking with the band in Mexico and cheersing and all that shiznit. Then it got to the year 3000, friends. Oh, the best oh song. I heard song was, I was like, oh my God, Chinzia must be loving her life right now. I wrote Chinzia approved. It was fantastic. I enjoyed it immensely. She lit up. Was it was singing and chanting. I was like, Chinzia, I was like, Chinzia must be having a great time. This is I did, yeah. I did. I was still singing the busted version, but whatever. Uh, then the wives were chanting one more song with the crowd. It was very it was entertaining. So sweet. It was very cute. Oh, I really like that the wives were like so into the yeah. show. Yeah, they were like so the pumped. So I know because they're always like, there's always these wives who are like, oh, I don't care that he's a boy bander. Like I don't even pay attention to that, right? And then you're just like, come on, yes you Have do. A little fun here. And then it's, I, yeah. I like that they were like involved. They were like one more. Yeah, song. I like that they were into it and they're you know having a good time. Yeah, so with the crowd. Uh, then the video shows like the face morphing with the kids' faces to the adult faces. Ooh, so majestic. Then there were flames. Yeah, right. I like the flames. And then burning up came. And then they burning were burning up, burning up with you, baby. I always okay. think of the Nick Carter. I always think of the Nick Carter one. I'm sorry, yes. but yeah. So yes. Yeah. But it was a very upbeat, fun pyrotechnic. Very good. Yes, good, good. Um, yeah. Lydia said something. Bong? What did she say? Oh, something. Thank you. I don't. I guess that's when they do with the flames. Bong. Thank I you. don't know my writing. Oh, here. maybe she's like, finally, something exciting. The flames. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yes. It's not important. Then it was sucker, which is the finale. Yes. Yes, sucker. Oh, for you. And then, uh, so after that, then it showed the end of the first show in Miami. Uh, and everybody was backstage, and Joe said, I want us to get better as brothers every year. And then he was talking about, like, them getting together as brothers and whatever, and he was hoping that this will mend other people's families by seeing the Jonas Brothers getting back together. Mending their relationship. Yes. Yeah. Then Kevin... I'm assuming their relationship is better, so they want other families to see that, and hopefully they can talk out their problems as well. Exactly. And And then Kevin was saying emotionally... It was more than he could handle. Um, the parents were proud. He's like, I was proud to do it for my kids. My kids were proud of me performing. I am on the last page, people. Um, and then he was hugging. The, everybody was hugging the family backstage. Um, and then they were talking about how they had hashed things out in the original documentary. And that's why they were able to do this. And then I yeah. don't know who said this. I feel like this the tour like really helped um, cement it. They really enjoyed like hanging out together. Yeah, and yes. the relationship got better as time went on in the tour. For sure, for sure. Because mm -hmm. then Kevin's like eighty-two more shows, and then Priyanka's like it's a hundred more shows. He's like, oh, sorry, it's pretty funny. And then um, and what was the she said something? That. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, cute. Uh, and then it says. One of them said, I hope we mean something to people and they feel connected to us and we made them proud. We're their boys. We love that and we just want to make them proud. So they're talking about how like they belong to the fans. They're their boys. They want to make them proud. Possibly George, Joe said that. I'm not really Jordan, sure. Jordan, wow. Joe? <laughs> Jordan, Jordan. Do you have anything else for that section? I have nothing. Sophia? Uh, nope. Nope, that was my only thought. Uh, I just said it. Great. Okay, and then the very final quote from Lydia was, Lord Jesus, come on, is it over? And it was over. So there you go. 
Thank you for <laughs> quoting me so so vividly, no so problem. everyone can experience how how I was feeling. Wow. Um. Yeah. Mm. Well, how did you guys like it? So would you say the first one is way better than the second one? Then, oh, one hundred and ten percent. Like I love documentary style stuff. Like Tiger yeah. King, hilarious. Jonas Brothers, very good. This, I don't, it maybe if I liked their songs more, then it wouldn't have been so like, eh. but like I don't know. I just it just. You know what it was? It was like I didn't grow up with Jonas. I don't feel that connection with the songs. So that's probably like yeah. why. And you didn't go to the concerts and we went to the concerts. Yeah. So we had heard the songs a few more Makes times. Sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean like, but I'm not saying that they're shit. Obviously they're not shit. I just, this was not my favorite thing they did. It's I like the documentary better. right now. You what? It Sorry? wasn't your cup of tea, this yeah. documentary. Yeah, it wasn't my cup of tea. I liked the first one. This one was not my favorite. So I mean, yeah, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I thought it was cute. Like, it was nice. And uh, honestly... And if I was a Jobo fan, like a hardcore fan, I'd be, like, in love with this. But again, like, the suits bothered me. Oh, God. So the visual wasn't there. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I just... I don't know if I like the flow of things. I, I thought just... it was very, like, not downer, but I feel maybe a little bit. Like, all, the, like, the little things it was talking about, how, like, you know, we're back together, this, like, that. It wasn't, like... As uplifting, beat maybe, or no, I thought I it was know. fine. I'm generally not the type of person I don't really like to watch concerts unless I'm there. Okay, like, oh, it's even through the year, you're talking about this O Town thing. Oh, God, I had that's the best thing ever. I had the VHS tape on Night Out with the Backstreet Boys, I rarely watched it. I prefer to watch things like. I had other things that I like recorded off the TV of them like talking and stuff like that. I don't know why. Like when I'm at a concert, love it, living it, like whatever. You're experiencing yeah. it, but because you're immersed in the whole. Yeah, concert even like experience. you take videos at the concert. I stopped doing it yeah. because I never watch yeah. them back. So they True. just yeah. sit on my phone and I never look at them again. And I'm like, yeah. who am I taking this for? It's like recording fireworks, right? You're like, yeah. oh, this is beautiful. But like, yeah, you don't you don't watch it ever. See, when you watch it again. Like, oh, okay. what it is. Yeah. When I am there and I'm watching fireworks, it's great. Magical. Do I want to watch a video of someone else's fireworks? Absolutely no. not. Mm. Because it's not the same. No. No, that's totally yeah. true. And that's, that's how I kind of feel about concerts. So this is great. And like the main thing for me is respect to them for putting out something at this time. Like yeah. maybe this was always planned to come out now. I don't really know. But like the timing worked out beautifully because you know what? People are home. They're looking for something. They're looking for anything. They're yeah. sad that they can't yeah. go to concerts. They have nothing Even to Even those like little in-between sections of concert footage is not like your thing even those little in-between sections is something yeah you know what i mean yeah and then obviously joe bros did stuff to promote this they were popping in on people's zoom chats yes what's the other thing what so they said hey when we're gonna it's releasing at midnight or eight o'clock yeah whatever whatever time it was they're like have a zoom party with your friends and we'll come in and they were like popping into people's zooms they're like oh send us gosh. your zoom oh we'll come gosh. in so they come and say hi and then they went to another zoom and they would just do that so like so respect to them to them for doing all that kind of wow. things like it's at, at this time putting and out you didn't know like they were that. coming right you just sent it i'm sure lots of people sent it and they were just kind of going through and picking yeah and just going in and yeah that's pretty cool all yeah. right that's pretty cool so it's like and they've been doing yeah. stuff going on some of the late night shows to promote and stuff like that so like it's cool like I, respect to them for putting it out 
Is it the best? No. The first one, if you prefer like a movie, I did. I did. the first one is better. Yeah. And it's yeah, really, the first one sure. is really good to kind of bridge the whole Jonas Brother thing. Like mm. back when they were kids and what's happening now. So like we I didn't know a lot so about it. I thought it was so powerful, man. It was very like interesting. Yeah. And like, and, like emotional. Them, and then they explained how they are as a group. This is just, like, the more new style of, like, concert documentary. Like, Justin Bieber did one, and Taylor Swift did one, and One Direction has one. It's one of those type of things. Which is great. So if you want to relive your concert, sure, by all means, whatever. But, yeah, nothing beats actually going to a concert. And, I mean, like, say if you had some sort of, like, financial or, like, some sort of disability where you couldn't go to a concert, at least this is, you know, accessible for you, right? So, I mean, that is good, too. Um, but yeah, yeah. and you know they might not come to your part of the world. You're not yeah. able to travel yeah. or whatever. That is possible. I know that if this was yeah. a band that I would have, I if they had said that part of this footage was from Toronto, I would literally be like staring it down the whole time, trying to find a speck of my hand somewhere because that's our hands not, would not. Yeah, hands we would know not that. It. But if we had better seats, then I definitely would be looking like, is that our sign over there? Look, there I am. Like. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's been a very long time. So, yes. Um, all in all, thanks, Jonas Brothers, for Thank putting you. this out. This is great. Thank that you, Jonas Brothers, for entertaining us uh, during this time. And I'm glad that they're really, like, still connected as brothers. And they're, it look, sounds like they're coming from a good place, so they'll probably be around for a while. Indeed, uh, yes, I'm do. glad that they've mended their relationship and they're loving each other again. Exactly. Very sweet. All right. Thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.